Max. Hello. Hey, man. Hey, man. Things are. Uh, things are. Things are bleak. Things are weird today. Yeah. Things are really crazy. Yeah. Last night was a crazy night. What night are you talking about? I'm talking about election night. There's uh, three words that I never thought I'd hear in my lifetime. President-elect Trump. Yeah. It's, uh, it's surreal. Yeah. I saw him give his acceptance speech. I literally thought it was an SNL skit. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was absolutely surreal. America just became a reality show. Yeah. And uh, anyway, we'll see what happens, but it is kind of mind-blowing. No, we have to get into this whole thing. Well, you know, it's. I it, you have to face it head on. You have You're to face stammering. It, You're in shock. I am. You can't breathe. No, things aren't right. You no. woke up in a new world today. It is a new world. Right. It's, it's kind of a. I have friends who have compared it to nine eleven. Well, you want this country to go forward, but it's kind of we're kind of going backwards. Right. You know, but. I am pulling for the guy. Yeah. I mean, I, I love the country more than I like or dislike That's the president. That's what you have to do as an American. You just, I, I hope he doesn't fuck up. Hope he doesn't fuck I, up. I, I want him to do good things. Listen, all I know is so far he's picked a guy who does not believe in climate control to run like climate control. Or something. <laughs> so this is, this is already off to a terrible start. Listen to me. Um, first of all, I have a different kind of relationship to Donald Trump than... All of my friends do. Like, I have so many, I mean hardcore liberal friends, who the first thing they do is scream and cry and rant and slam doors and declare that they're moving to Canada. Canada doesn't want our sorry asses, this we know. Canada's got its own deal. Let's not pollute Canada. Let's just keep... Let's stay here where it's beautiful and keep trying to just get better, even when we are knocked down. With a Trump situation. So, what was I talking about? You're talking about, let's not give up hope. Yeah. And let's not move to Canada. Right. I'm talking about Trump. So, this is a guy who, years ago, hosted his very own reality show called The Apprentice. Right. Anyone who's watched The Apprentice knows the premise. You're trying to get a job working for Donald Trump in his organization. And I watched that show religiously for years and I got the biggest kick out of him I thought he was hilarious I thought he was charitable because a lot of times especially with the later show Celebrity Apprentice what Apprentice became they would basically get all of the B to not B D to F list celebrities together and they're all competing against each other to raise money for charity and when it got to that show Trump was charitable as fuck like, if they raised $500,000 for cancer babies, he'd say, I'm going to double that. Not every week, right? but he would. And the next thing you know, you're sitting there with the cancer babies, and they're handing over a check and for a million And he would actually do it. It wasn't just something he said, and yeah. it was a false promise. And he was, especially, again, with Celebrity Apprentice, like, when it came to women, when it came to the minority players, like Dennis Rodman. Trump and Rodman were good friends. Yes, Dennis is a blithering wreck, but I still have a little place in my heart for Dennis. Even if he goes down to, um, you know, North Korea, I don't know what he's doing down there, but I still have a little place in my heart for Dennis. Right. But he's not because of the Chicago Bulls. But he's also on the show because he's he's, on the show. He's a train wreck. He's a train wreck, and he's a very, very compelling character. Mm -hmm. And it got to the point where I was loving Dennis so much that I would watch Dennis on Celebrity Rehab. 
I would watch these junky reality shows. Right. Uh, but mostly Apprentice. But don't you think, and I've never seen the show. Yeah. So I am only getting this information from you. Do you think now that he's president of the United States, this country might, in a way, there might be now a new layer of it where we become a junky reality show? Absolutely. But the problem is, and the thing that continues to confound me, is I don't know when he became this version of Trump. Because I think that this is a guy who's clearly a performer. He's clearly a chameleon. Because, you know, the memes are out there. The stories are out there about how... He was extremely liberal in the day, and you've right. got 10,000 pictures of him partying with the Clintons, and you don't know what to think. Right, right. And all of a sudden, he becomes this raging maniac talking about building walls right. and kicking out Mexicans. Who's going to do all these horrible jobs? But he's just a symbol. He's just a symbol of right. change. And I get that. i totally down with change, and not just change for change's sake. Right. But he was just the guy who was not the career politician like she was. So America said, you know what? We're going to try this guy. And that's part of our system. Uh, and which they're is, saying we're going to try this honor guy that. because I'm, I, cause Cause again, he's just different. I'm trying to understand all of this. That's, I'm that, trying that's to impossible. Yeah. But I think one of the things I've heard with the Trump happy people is that they want to see this country run like a business. Okay. I don't know how that's going to be executed. I don't really have the biggest head for business, so I don't really know how that's going to work. You know? But what is a president? A president is it's a wax dummy that stands up there and talks. Kind of a figurehead. I mean, there are important decisions. Right. Congress still does everything. Right. You know, so he can... Donald Trump is going to nominate a Supreme Court person. Right. Congress still has to approve the person. So, exactly. Uh, but he definitely can go out there and say, I want this person. And obviously now that both... Congress and uh, the president are Republican. Yeah, there might sh get shit done. It might not be the shit that we want, but right. at least if Hillary was elected, you know right. that nothing was going to get fucking done. So listen. We'll oh, see. is that how you feel? Yeah, they were. They would. If she said, "I want to see if we can still keep Tuesday the name Tuesday," they would say, "No, we're going to call Tuesday." Oh, I see. Florgesburg or whatever. Do you do you want to say who you voted for? Did you vote for Hillary? Yeah, I voted for Hillary. I did too. Yeah, that's okay. But not enthusiastically. Well, no. I was a major fan of Bill. I don't give a yeah. fuck about stained uh, dresses no. or cigars. No, uh, the fact pussies. that he... Uh, he was an amazing president I, in my lifetime. Yep, yeah. and he would have been, you know, first man. So you got you, you would have gotten two for one. I, yeah. But it didn't go that way, so... I remember having no fear. But, but here's the thing, man. Here's the thing with events like this that are, for lack of a better word, uh, epically traumatic for a nation. You know, especially the ones that don't want this guy. And I happen to be one of them that don't want this guy. But I love that you said we still got to get behind him because he's our press. Yeah. I don't want to leave this country. You got to love the country. Right. And, and root for him and hope he does a good job, whatever. Yeah. But God damn it. Fucking Facebook, man. People, people think that they can post their thoughts and views. And they can. But when people disagree with them, even people on their friends list, it turns into these epic nine-paragraph fights where no one is coming to any middle ground, no one's listening to each other, everyone's just trying to slap their own pile of shit up against the wall of... of who created the wall of sound? Phil Spector? Yeah. This is a wall of no sound because no one's listening! I don't know what that meant. It's I'm right and you're wrong yeah. and I'm going to shove my opinion down your throat 
And if you disagree yeah. with me, you're a fucking douchebag. <clears throat> oh my god! And and it's, no one's listening. And what's the point? So you get to that, and I've even participated a little bit in the. Uh, and I believe me, I am the last political person you want to talk to because. My head is in the sand so often. I'm trying to learn. I read the paper. I wake up every morning. I'm following the news. I know the basics, but some of my friends know things that, like, how do you have time to learn about something that happened 15 years ago that's completely innocuous that you keep using as your weapon of, 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 of reason as to why Hillary's a cunt? I, I just, it blows my mind. And so I gotta, I gotta withdraw. I don't even do Facebook. I gotta step you know off. Me. It's let, give it a break. I gotta take a break. Get, you probably have Facebook fatigue. Also, I'll get above your left eyelash. You have a little bit of sand. S- sand. Yeah, because your head's in the sand. Ah ha ha ha! You idiot! You had me actually touching my eyebrow, yeah, worried that I because you're a, a moron. Yeah. <laughs> Ignorance is bliss, brother. I'm burnt out of all this shit. Yeah. You know. But it, you know, it but was, it only just happened. It so just happened. It was so an amazing, weird, surreal, crazy night. Are you wandering around in a fog? No, no. I, I, I thought Americans are interesting creatures, and I thought there was a, you know, always a chance that this could happen. So we'll see. It's part of the process. It's part of why we're America. We try things. Maybe it'll work. Maybe we're totally not seeing something that's that's there. And a few years from now, things will be really good. I'll tell you. That I don't know. Something happened. I am a glasses half full kind of guy. Oh, that's good. You're not. No, mine's smashed against yeah, that wall. Yeah, your, your glasses no doesn't even have a, no liquid. You don't even have I'm a glass. I'm famished. I'm You've curled up in the plastic, fetal shitting plastic myself. Plastic cup kind of guy. So something happened to me this morning that I, I, at first I'm like, am I misreading this reality right now? But I don't think I was. So I was in the Smart and Final this morning doing a little grocery shopping. And you could tell that there was a very weird mood in the market alone. Just the few places I went out this morning, everyone's real quiet. People are trying to be nice to each other, but everyone's kind of just doing their own thing. So I, I get through markets pretty quick. I know what I want. I know where everything is. I do all the shopping all the time. So I, can, I go up to three markets in one trip now. Wow. So oh, you, if you go- I have to go to Trader Joe's, because we only eat Trader Joe's salsa, I'll make a salsa stop. And then I'll go to the Smart and Final for the produce, and then I'll go to the Vons to get the grilled chicken breast. <laughs> that is a pain in the ass. It is the worst. Wow, oh my God. So Just the parking alone to go shopping. I got my cart. I got a few groceries, and I'm just pushing my cart this morning. And I walk by the freezer section, and there's a dude. Look, what do I look like? I look like a white guy. Yeah. Fair to say? Yeah, you're pretty white. You're a little more exotic. No, I, I, uh, I guess. You kind of get away with it. All right. But me, I'm like, I look like a guy who'd vote for Trump. Wouldn't you say so? <laughs> yeah. Especially the fact that I'm wearing camouflage right. shorts right now. Do you have a Let's Make America Great Again cap? <laughs> <laughs> One wouldn't fit my fat head. Oh, okay. So I walk by this guy, and he starts to open the freezer, and he looks at me, gives me the big browns. And I notice he's of Middle Eastern descent. And he starts to remove from the freezer big, giant bags of frozen crab. And he slams one into the cart while he looks at me. And I'm like, okay. And then he grabs two more. Slam, slam. And he's slamming this frozen crab so hard into the cart that it is deafening. It is a really loud crash. And it's starting to hurt my fucking ears. I'm like, I got to get away from this guy's crazy. Right. I swear to you, I turn back 
and I'm kind of looking at him, and he's slamming the fucking crib in the cart, and he looks at me, and he goes, fucking asshole. Yeah. Wow. And I'm wondering, I could be wrong, right? but I'm wondering if just because... He he yeah. profiled me. Right. He he's projecting what happened. You are Donald Trump to him. Yeah. I'm yeah. Donald Trump goes shopping at right. Smart and Final. Right. And and he thinks you're looking at him saying, What are you doing in my white grocery store? Right. Wow. That's I hope it doesn't get like that. Listen, and then I started to imagine him killing me. Oh my god. And 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 getting my ass like handed to me by him and his buddies or something. <laughs> oh. Like I got nervous. Like, wow. oh my god, white guys are a target now, which is which is fine. Is this it's... before you bought your salsa? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have to go to Traders this morning. Oh. But uh, I wanted to say to him, dude, I voted for Hillary. I, please, yeah. like, can we just hug? Yeah. yeah, I hope that people don't, and this is human nature, that people put everybody in the same, you know, paint everybody with the same brush. Yeah. And hopefully that Muslims don't think all white people now hate them. Yeah. Or that we all want them to leave, even if they are Americans. And, and that his attitude, or at least what he's been saying, I don't even think that he even believes what he's been saying. Yeah. But I hope that there's not the, everyone's on the defensive now. Yeah. That now, we, instead of being all more united, that we're all going to be uh, in suspect of each other. That would be awful. <clears throat> it's so funny because I, I, and I attribute this to being a stupid white guy. Like, the whole Black Lives Matter movement. I didn't get it, but I get it now. But I kind of had a, some struggle with it. Like, really? Why? Because... I understood that we've got some very, very, very bad policemen out there, mm -hmm. and I understand that there is a persecution thing going on. I mean, seriously, black dudes are a target. Yeah, and I mean and they're being slaughtered just slaughtered. because. Yeah, and it's it's crushing, and every story's different. Every story's different, and it's a little, it's a little weird for me sometimes because I come from the other side. I have law enforcement in my family. My dad was a cop, etc. So I have to kind of think, well, what would I do in that situation mm -hmm. as a police officer? And you only know so much and you're only getting so much information. And some cases seem much worse than other cases. Like, yeah, well, that guy kind of should have just, uh, you know, not surrendered. What, what am I thinking? Complied. Well, yeah. But that guy clearly was just murdered in plain sight. Right, right. I mean, if you have a toy gun, even though you know it's a toy, yeah. and you point it at a cop, I don't care what color you yeah. are. If it's me and I do that, guess what they're going to do to yeah. me? They're going to shoot me. Right. So you don't do that. But some people are just not doing anything. Of course. And they're being killed. But the thing is, it. so I didn't understand when it first came out, like hashtag Black Lives Matter, and I was of that stupid mindset, oh, well, all lives matter. Why are they special? Well, they are special because they're... They're, it's 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 a, it's like a black people holocaust. Well, they're being targeted seriously. Yes, seriously, and it's bad. Yes, I understood that, but I misinterpreted Black Lives Matter. I thought they were saying that they are a race, mm -hmm. and they were embracing their black heritage, and they were that. So I started to think, oh well, I thought we were all. I got very confused here <laughs> in my forties. Seriously, I'm like. I thought we were all the same. Oh, no. No. We're not the same. Black people are black people, and they like to be their race. And, and, but I, as a white guy, am not allowed to like my race. But then again, I don't really like white people. And, <laughs> dude, I got so confused right. in my middle age. I'm like, I don't know what to think anymore. Well, also, that, that paintbrush, I mean, I don't have any cops in my family, but also whatever cops make the news that are the killers mm -hmm. of innocent people, the, all of the 
hundreds of thousands of cops that you don't hear about yeah. that are just that's doing their job every mad. day and they're great that's what makes and me they're mad. not racist. I think it's the very small we percentage. We never see those stories. You never see those stories because the small percentage make the news because it's titillating and the news wants ratings. And I got to really tell and, you. And I think most cops are, they just want to help people. That's all they want. And when the shit hits the fan, I don't care what nationality or race you are. Yeah. Who, who are you going to call? You know. And, and, and I'll tell you something. These, uh, these cops that are killed, like, Ambush, like the ones in... Um, Terrible. I, I, I mean, heartbreaking. It, it, but again, with my friends who are so extreme liberal, they don't post about that. Yeah. They don't post how terrible that these cops got killed. Right. They only post when it's yeah. how terrible both, it like. Both sides are, are doing terrible things. Terrible things. And obviously, it's also the minority, the very small percentage, if it is a, a black person killing cops. Yeah. It's not like all black people are killing cops. Yeah. You know, black people are great. It's just every you have to take every individual as an individual. Yeah. And the bottom line is just you as an individual yeah. living on Earth and in America, you just have to live your life in a in a loving, positive a way. A loving, positive. It's way. all you I can love, do. I love people, even though I hate people. Let's face it, deep down, I kind of love them in many yeah. ways. And I talk to them, and 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 I get so excited. And what a great opportunity to to talk to people that aren't white, right? You know, and learn about their world. Why don't you hate people with just a little love? <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I really seriously. What if you just feel love like your own sand hate? All over my head. Just love there your you hate. Go. I need more wine. How about you? I could use some more wine. Jesus. What wine do we have today, Max? Oh, I brought the uh, the Bordeaux from France. Oh, that this I is before. a French Bordeaux that, that we're drinking. You can get it. Um, you can get it's it. Really at, good. Uh, Traders. It's, it's really really drinkable. Really and I didn't really have much time to go find a good red, so I always keep one of these uh, in stock. So were you going to buy some wine, so to speak, after the guy was slamming his crab? Uh, well, there I bought some uh, uh, some Corbel, so I can have executive tree later. Oh, yeah. So when we're done, you're gonna, you're gonna open champagne by yourself. When I go home, I'm going to drink alone and watch uh, horror films. Wow, that sounds <laughs> a lot of fun. <laughs> and and an, executive, it- an executive treat, by the way. Take a bottle of uh, Prosecco because if you're in California, you really shouldn't be calling it champagne. It's called sparkling wine. Pour that into a big red wine glass that's hopefully thick because you don't want the ice to crack it because you got to put ice in there. Here's the key ingredient, your blackberries. You throw those blackberries in there. Keep pouring, keep pouring, keep drinking. When you're ready, those blackberries will have absorbed all that Prosecco. So you could just pop those babies in your mouth. It's antioxidant. It's delicious. It's refreshing. And you'll get, uh, get an even stronger buzz. Get it, get it, and 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 go. Are blackberries the preferred fruit yes. of sparkling wine? People are like, oh, I can do that. Oh, I, I can do that with blueberries. I can do that with raspberries. Well, then it's not a Max Cook brand executive treat. Okay, so this is the Max Cook brand executive I'm treat. I'm just giving you a present for people who like sparkling wine, ice, and blackberries. Well, it sounds really good. Hey, how about some more? You, you just don't poured like me white some. wine. I do. Well, I'm a, I'm a red guy. You, okay, right, take you take the rest. Yeah, I am taking He's the rest. He's pouring the rest into his cup right now. <laughs> I'm selfish that way. You are. Very selfish. I have to say, looking at you right now, you look you look buff. You look kind of <sighs> more physically fit than I've seen you. Are you working out, dude? <laughs> <laughs> That's so embarrassing. Yes. You look good. Yes. I mean, people can't see you like I see you. You look uh, like a nice, buff, white Trump supporter. You said beefy when you walked in. You well, you look beefy. Buff. Beefy well, is... But beefy is buff. Beefy's fat to me. No, it's not. Beefy is more like a, a studly, buffy guy. 
my office was... I would have said fat if I thought you were fat. My office was finally complete. We've talked about my office. It's yeah. now... Uh, everything has a place. It's the way you want it. And it's, it's completely wonderful. organized. Yes. And so I have weights in there. Oh. And... Any typical day, I, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I, boom! I stop and I start doing weights. Wow! I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Boom. You know what? I'm just gonna do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a, um, I'm gonna do a little. Uh, what is this? What is this called that I'm doing? Um, masturbating. <laughs> I'm moving my arm up and down. Oh. What? Are, what am I doing here? You're doing uh, presses. Biceps. Biceps. Okay, that's it. That's what I meant. So if I'm sitting there, you know, on the phone or listening to someone, I'll grab a weight, do do a little biceps, kind of work, pepper in workout throughout the day. Wow. And then pepper in a lot of cardio throughout the day. But if you have your phone in one hand, then one arm is going to get bigger than the other. So you're going to have to get a headset so, <laughs> so you can do both arms while you're That's talking. That's true. I could put them on speakerphone yes, so both I, arms I, would be... Yeah, you're going to get one huge right arm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You'll be uh, Popeye. <laughs> what do you got? Um, I got, I got a gym at home. No, I'm not talking about your oh. fucking gym. Whoa, what do you mean? What do you got to talk about? Oh, well, we're talking. What'd you bring in? I, I, as usual, nothing. Oh, Jesus. I got nothing to bring in. Well, you put the show up. I put the show it's up. It's out there. Well, we can tell people at least how the show is going forward. Yeah. Right now, ladies and gentlemen, we are on SoundCloud.com. You can go to SoundCloud.com slash magazine podcast. We are recently also on iTunes. You could find us on iTunes at Magazine Podcast, and you can be a subscriber and get our feed uh, for all the new episodes. Uh, we're hoping to be on YouTube. And if you ever want to send us an email, you could be, uh, send us a note, questions, or comments at magazinepodcast at gmail.com. Look at that. Yeah, we're getting there. We're out there. We're out there. We're trying to be pro. We're trying to get we're this. We're trying. We're trying. It's been trial and error. You've been figuring it out here in your studio? Well, I, I have to be my own engineer. Yeah. So sometimes it's like, you know, talking, looking at you, yeah. looking at the computer, making sure everything is going well. Yeah. We don't have an intern or we don't have a help, a helper. Yeah. Right. So, uh, you know, it's, it's all, it's kind of like we're a, a, a garage band. We're in my little garage here, uh, so to speak, and we're just kind of, uh, it's like we're like an indie band doing this, which is cool. I really like that part of it. Let me ask you, what are you watching right now? Right now, I have to admit, I'm not a huge TV watcher, but when I was a kid, the movie Westworld was a huge influence. I love that. Uh, the whole idea was great. Uh, Yul Brenner in the title role and how the robots went awry. I love that film. I am loving the new revamped Westworld. I think it's awesome. That's great. I think it's great. I think Hopkins as the evil controller of the whole world's great. Uh, the opening sequence, I think, is one of the best opening sequences mm -hmm. of a TV show in a long time. Uh, the idea is great. The, the robot chicks are hot. I love that uh, you know, the whole world is kind of up to a modern version of Westworld, but they're still keeping the whole vibe of the original true. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think it's great. I'm really getting into it. And plus, obviously, there's you know, layers and layers. They're trying to find the maze right now. You don't know what the maze is. You don't know what they're going to find at the end. Ed Harris is like you know, the, uh, the, the guy who's this rich guy who's been there from the beginning, who's trying to find deeper meaning. He keeps on going back to Westworld. He's wow. kind of like the villain. He's created his own villain character within this Westworld uh -huh. world. He's great. And uh, I'm digging it. How about you? Well, I, uh, <clears throat> I only got three Westworlds in before all of a sudden I, like, fell off it. Oh. I don't know why. I, I feel it's really unfair to the show. But I, uh, it got really murky to me a little bit. Like, especially episode two, I felt was really ponderous. 
And then episode three kind of fired me up again. And I was like, okay, I, I want to stick this out because I loved the first one so much. Mm-hmm. Talk about a hook. Yeah. Talk about grabbing me by the balls and pulling me in. I just need that consistency every week. I need things to uh, ascend. If I'm going up the stairs of a show, right. I need it to keep building versus just dipping and taking these long stretches of weirdness that I don't understand. And So I got to get back to that thing. You got me inspired. Well, let me ask you a question. The thing that starts, you have to go back to the beginning. For me, the beginning is not this show. The beginning is from, what was the first show in the mid-70s, I guess? Oh, the film? Yeah. Yeah, that's so, like a 1970. Let, let's, yeah, let's, so that's the beginning. So that's what hooked me. So I don't know if I would have been really into it if I didn't know that it already existed and that I had here. Oh, with I it. knew that film. Right. So, but let me ask you. You know, we we've talked about this before. You go back in your childhood, TV shows, films. What are the kind of films and TV shows that inspired you? That went, oh wow, this is really really great. Sort of opened your mind. 1973, Westworld, the film. Wow. Went back that much. Well, that still had a big influence on me. But yeah. what, 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 are, what are your Westworld-type films or TV shows? Well, what's really sad is that, uh, I don't know if we covered this when we talked to my mom, but, you know, if we're talking movies, like, we had the Z Channel. Do you remember the Z Channel? Yeah, yeah, we talked about that. We did? Yeah. Well, I had that, so I was raised on the Z Channel because no one's home, so Z Channel is showing... Stanley Kubrick's A Clockwork Orange. It's showing Midnight Cowboy. It's showing Caligula. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are the movies I was watching when I was 10. Right. But all, but all of the, the dark, gritty type stories are the yeah. things that really riveted you. Yes. Yeah, it was, At a very young It wasn't young Disney. Age. It wasn't Son of Flubber. Mm-hmm. It wasn't well, I liked, um, the computer wore tennis shoes. It's funny I, I, it's funny I just sang Popeye because I think the, the Robert Altman film, Popeye, I think that was my first ever mind-blowingly favorite film of all time. Really? Yes. With Robin Williams as Popeye? Correct. And it's so funny because I love that film so much that when I was going to Fulbright Elementary School, there was a talent show. And I said, I'm going to enter this thing, but I want to do a Popeye act. So I bought the soundtrack on vinyl. And I sang I Am What I Am, but I lip-synced it on stage. I got dressed up like Popeye. Mom took like black eyeliner and made anchors on my forearms. (laughs) I'm having this visual right now. Yeah, I had a little sailor hat on. Uh, I had two of my friends be flunkies, and I sang, I am what I am, what I am, what I am, what I am. I'm Popeye the Sailor, and I am what I am, and I am. And I'm beating the guys up on, I, I choreographed the whole thing. One first place. Wow. Someone who was at the school who works out at the Hollywood Motion Picture Hospital in Calabasas, saw my little Popeye act and said, come, we are about to screen the film at the hospital for all the old Hollywood people. You are going to open the show. And you're going to do it like, it was a a traveling act. That's fantastic. So I took that act to that hospital and performed it for 400 blue hairs in wheelchairs. Oh, my God. Did anyone have a stroke while they were watching it? (laughs) Mm, that's funny. Were you a hit? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I bet. So then I tried to keep capitalizing on the Popeye thing, and right. then it just died. But I was all into Popeye. So I think that film was probably the biggest childhood movie until A Clockwork Orange, which to this day is now my favorite film. But as far as television, I, I have to tell you, uh, <laughs> again, mom's not home. It's 9 o'clock at night. Mom's not home. I'm a latchkey kid. I'm on my own. Mom's not home. You hear me? Look at me. Mom's not home. I'm all alone. 
Three's Company, dude. Oh. Three's Company made me discover my libido. Joyce DeWitt? Yes. Uh-oh. And I love that my mom said he was really more into Joyce. That was great. Yeah. But yeah, man. Joyce was hot. Yeah. There's no question. That show taught me how to have a boner. Uh, it taught me that women are sex objects. Not yeah. all the time. Right. But can be. Right. Um, but they were, you know, I mean, they had Chrissy. Uh, yeah. What was Joyce DeWitt's name in the show? Uh, Janet. Janet. Janet Wood. Yeah. Gave me wood. Right. But she was hot. They, oh, dressed, her, yeah. they dressed her in hot pants. Oh, my and God. Yeah. I mean, a lot of girls in the Heaving 70s. bosoms and, oh, yeah. my God, the sexual content of the show is crazy. Of course. Of course. That was part of the draw. And Jack Tripper was my fucking boy. Oh, was he? He was my man. And I used to go, my mom would take me to... to you know, Sears, Montgomery Wards for uh, back-to-school shopping. Mm-hmm. And I'd be standing over by the corduroy slacks with the matching corduroy vest and the plaid cowboy shirt. And she's like, you want that? I'm like, yeah, that's what Jack Tripper would wear. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> Did she try to have your hair like him, too? Yeah, I had, like, You had the Jack hair. Tripper hair? I had long hair, and I would pretend I'm Jack Tripper Did you school. have a, a Don Knotts wacky neighbor? <laughs> that's... I tell you, I would pretend at school that I was Jack Tripper. Like, I would act like I'm clumsy, but I was never clumsy. But I would, like, trip over things in front of girls to try to make them laugh. Right. And Hoping they, that they would find that really endearing, like, yeah. in the show when they basically looked in and said, yeah. what the fuck is this guy? Coming out gonna do. Yeah. And it's so funny because the first voiceover agent I had over at uh, an agency that no longer exists called Acme Talent and Literary, I would have to drive down there. It was on Wilshire Boulevard. I'd have to drive down there for auditions. And I'm sitting there one day. Minding my own business, looking over sides, and in walks Richard Klein, who played Larry Dallas. Right. And Richard Klein had dyed orange hair. And Richard, of course, is Robert's brother. And he sat down, and for me, it was like seeing De Niro. De Niro. <laughs> <laughs> so I would I would like I'd see him in the lobby, see him in the lobby, not see anything. Finally one day I slapped down the sides. I'm like, Richard. Can I just can I just pick your brain about your time on Three's Company? And we would have epic Three's Company. Oh, he, he basically would acknowledge he you, and he, and he gave you his time. He and- was great. He was great. He he embraced the Larry Dallas thing. Oh, that's great. It wasn't like he was out doing Larry Dallas conventions. But right, right. He was definitely cool talking about. That's it. great. Yeah. I mean, there are so there are shows. I mean, for me too, where you know you you sort of dude you do discover your sexuality. Mm-hmm. You realize, oh, I, I'm a homo, I'm a heterosexual. Yeah. I really like these women are turning me on. Or, I'm sure, obviously, for many people, it's people love Jack Tripper and realize, oh, I guess I like guys. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, no, it's all. It's he all was time. like my comedy god. Right, right. You know, and um, you know, there there were so many. Uh, for me, there was one. You know, I might not remember. I mean, I'm older than you, so yeah. maybe it's before your time. But there was a show called Get Christy Love. Never heard of it. And it was I don't remember the actress name, wow. but she was really hot. And African American girl with the big fro. This is the seventies. Mm. Big fro. I love black tight kids. blouses, pink hot Ooh. pants, on, and stiletto heels. Ooh. And she was a cop. Ooh. And she was a badass, haughty uh. crime. F- and I remember being a kid, going, "Oh my god, she rocked my world." Yeah, she was so super hot. And uh, the other one mm. was a couple. Uh, Julie Newmar as Catwoman. Sure. Oh man, I thought her for uh, four in, line in tight leather. Her, her her hairline on her forehead was too high. That was the only I thing that bothered me about never, it. Why well, you are a picky motherfucker? <laughs> You're ten years old, thinking she's hot, but got her hair yeah, a little bit. Yeah. How what? 
She was hot. She was very hot. And obviously Diana Rigg in the Avengers. Same kind of dynamic. You, you got Avengers, her, yeah. the black leather. I mean, it's ridiculously hot. Wow. And I realized, wow, I like, I, li- I realized two things. I like girls. Yeah. And I like boobs. Yeah. Yeah. You're you know, a boob man. Yeah. I kind of, you know, I realized, wow, that, that's really, that's. Do you thing. like putting a woman's f- uh, foot in your mouth? No. Toes? No, no, I'm not into it. No. Are you? Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Do you like sucking on toes? Yeah. Oh, I'm not really a toe sucker. I like toes. They Obviously, they can't have fuzzy. You know how toes get like sock fuzzy in the toenails? Yeah, you don't they want that. They have to be washed. No toe jam. The feet have to be washed. Washed. I cannot <laughs> have said washed. feet. And I cannot have fucking black bottom feet. No. I used to know theater chicks that used to walk around the theater with no fucking oh, shoes on. Not and on the black bottom feet. No. Get that out of my life. No, you don't want those toes no, in your mouth. No, I don't want mouth. that. No. But, uh, you want a toe truck at that point. All right, let me ask you. Lily Munster or yeah. Morticia Adams? If you had to choose. I'm actually thinking Morticia. Mm-hmm. You know. She's so beautiful. Oh, Carolyn Jones. Yeah, she's pretty hot. Yeah. You know, plus that the long black hair. Yeah. That, that kind of like exotic look. That's, yes. That's up my alley. Yes. You know, they're just, you know, but that kind of stuff shapes you. Yeah. You know, I am curious though, and I have never spoken to any like millennial or anyone in their 20s about what, what people in shows today are, yeah. are the, the new hotties. They may they all look the same. I have who no knows? idea. Who knows? But back then, it was. It, it, it sounds weird, but it, it was more innocent yeah. in a way. Yeah. And um, I don't know. It just uh, it influences you, and it tells you kind of who you are. You kind of discover yourself with those shows. Absolutely. You know? It's a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful thing. And then I felt like I was raised by Archie Bunker, if Absolutely. we want to bring it all back around. I yeah. mean, I thought he was the greatest character in the history right. of television, well, the whole... and I still feel that way outside of Tony Soprano. Yeah. 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 He changed. I mean, he could, you, that show couldn't even get on the air now. Yeah. You know, I actually just recently, I saw a biography on Norman Lear and his whole life. And you know, I was having a tough time with that one. But he I was started a, it and I didn't like the way it was made. He was an amazing guy though. It showed you, you know, what he did. I got to get back into time. it. Yeah. You didn't know, you he, think it was made yeah, weird? And, well, it just, you know, it kind of jumped around from yeah. him and then he bought the Declaration of Independence, but he made all the family right. and then that went into good times and the Jeffersons. I only and, saw the first 15 minutes, so I got it. That's available for streaming on Netflix. Yeah. I think the reason I uh, fell off Westworld also is because I got completely addicted to Ray Donovan. Oh, this I never saw that. on Showtime. Never saw it. And let me tell you something. In, in the wake of... Okay, so I've got three favorite episodics. I got Twin Peaks, The Sopranos, Sons of Anarchy. Those are all gone. They're over. No show. And there's a lot of shows out there. I've tried with other shows. No show has come close to moving me and getting me uh, so revved up as Ray Donovan mm-hmm. since those shows. And it's a very simple premise. It's, it, come on. It's Sopranos on the, on the West Coast. It's a guy who is involved in very shady dealings here in town. He's a fixer. He works for this weird firm, and they fix problems in Hollywood. Let's Mm -hmm. just say that. And he lives out in Calabasas with his Carmela and his two kids. I mean, it's literally the daughter and the son in a big, beautiful house, and there's problems with them. And they're all from Boston. And Ray has two brothers. There's Bunchy and Terry. And they work down at the Donovan Fight Club. So it's boxing... But guess what happens? What? Mickey Donovan gets out of town. Uh-oh. Or out of jail after 20 years. Mickey Donovan is played by John Voight. Oh. And he's an Irish gangster who gets out of jail and comes out to L.A. Ray Ray. Ray Ray, what are we doing? Hey, I want to be a part of the family and again. he's got a score to settle. Oh, he is all kinds of trouble. 
I love it. Never saw it. Loved it so much yeah. <laughs> that I burned through the first three seasons and then watched a bunch of episodes with my sister. Uh, and then, because she came to visit. But then I started to show Nicole. Before I got to see, there's four seasons total. So I get to uh, one, two, three. And then I start to show Nicole. And she's all into it now. So we're almost done with the first season. So I'm holding off on the fourth season for my wife. Oh. Because unlike you, I'm not selfish that way. I will wait... And I bet you wouldn't do that for your wife. No. Because no. we, we, I'm on my own anyway. You're on your own. She's, how come you guys are always on your own? We, also like don't, we, don't, we don't like the same things. You and your wife have much more of a similar aesthetic true. than I do. Right. I like grit, and I like a lot of stuff that you like, which your is why we're friends. Your wife didn't she, like our podcast. She wants Bambi, and she wants dog videos, oh, and she wants well, daffodils and, and kittens. Okay. So, you know, but it's, it's fun. So a, a lot of what she I like, I'm on my own. She doesn't go to the dark side. No, not at all. No. I want to throw this out to, to anyone listening. If you email us, um, magazinepodcast at gmail.com. I want to know what shows, movies or TV, influenced you yeah. when you were a kid. And we'll talk Male about or it. female, if you're listening, what characters made you realize, oh, I like guys or I like this woman. Or, That's great. You know, I think that this person's hot. And That's you kind fun. of discovered That's yourself, fun. discover your sexuality. What influenced you? Because there's a million things out there, different age groups, different shows, things I've never heard of. I want to know what really rocked your world. So yeah. let us know. I love that idea. Thank you. And we'll go over them. Now, I need to ask you a question. Uh-oh. Do you say idea or idea? I'm not from the. I'm not from back east. No, because you just said you know washing. Well, I did that deliberate. Oh, you don't say wash. No, no, I just I, I just said that because it involved feet, and we were talking about Popeye and docks and the sea. And all right, I'm washing my feet. I'm uh, washing my feet. Because right. you threw no, me. I uh, say wash. All right. I- <laughs> Come on. You were throwing I me. I don't actually say wash. I've never heard you. We never had that word in a conversation ever. I got so I, I to gotta wash my balls. All right, just, just ask it. I'm not judging you. I'm washing my balls and I'm washing my joint and I'm washing my ass and I'm washing my scoint. My scoint? What's a scoint? You could wash your clothes and during the washing you could have an idea about something. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. People, I just didn't know if that's the way you phrased things. No, I didn't mean to throw you off there, buddy. Okay. No, you didn't throw me off. It just, uh, uh, take it easy. Hey, we're fine here. Everyone just breathe. We're fine. We're very tense. We're in a, in a post-Obama world now. Well, I need a glass of wine. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Cheers, everybody. Whee! Well, Max? Yes? This was riveting. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we can talk about anything. Well, we kind of can, but why don't we talk about anything in the future? Okay. And now we're going to say, this was great. Yeah. Thanks again for listening. Yes. I'm Lorenzo Scott. I'm Max Cook. Go to maxcookuncorked.com. That's K-O-C-H, by the way. You got a blog. Yeah. And it's kind of a a life experience mixed with wine pairings. It's really cool. Yeah. Thanks, man. And the name of it again is? Maxcookuncorked.com. Go there. Have a good time. And uh, I really like it. I go there all the time. You do? I do. Yeah, I didn't never told you that. No. You should just register. You're right. I should. Or, or I could just talk to you. Registrar. Or <laughs> <laughs> if I get it, I can maybe do it after I do my wash. Um, no more miracles, loaves and fishes. Been so busy with the washing of the dishes. To bring it all back together. You brought it back together. Look at you. You're, you're, you tied it. it in a fucking bowl. I know how to broadcast Everybody, thanks for listening. It was fun. 
Do you have fun? Yeah, it's great. Okay. Any closing thoughts? No, I'm done. Okay, we have no closing thoughts for you, ladies and gentlemen. I have to go sit in traffic now. Oh, you're going to go home? And and the same thing happened when I was doing Mimosa with Adam, the other show. Instead of seeing him socially, I only saw him anymore when we were doing the show. So, like, we're not going to have any more of our guys' day in. No, we're not. Because we're too busy Because we're saving it for this. (laughs) Why would we go talk now without recording it? (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. That's what happened to Adam and I. It got to the point where we'd have phone conversations that were so... We thought, because we're idiots, we thought they were so interesting. We're right. like, why aren't we recording this? That's right. So now it's not worth it to waste all the verbiage without it getting on in a computer. It becomes a drug. Is this now a drug for you? For you. Well, it is kind it's of It's always me. been a drug for me. Yeah, this, this is great. This is what I do. All right. It's cool. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm chosen right now. I, mm. I, need, I, need to, I need to get my shot. I want you to bring in the next guest. All right. Maybe I will. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll try to get a guest for next time. Okay. All right. We will. And on that note. All right. Enough already. Max, it's been great. Watch, uh, watch Westworld. Watch Westworld. Watch Ray Donovan. Let us know TVs, TV shows and films with characters that just sexually rock your world. We, we want to know. <laughs> and we'll talk about it next time. And uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you later. <laughs>